Curtis Fitzpatrick with We the People. We're talking about COVID-19 and all the other things going on in this world today that are involved with this COVID outrage, as I like to call it. Um, again, I, I, you hear me say it all the time, but I'm, I'm absolutely astounded at how so many people have given up their liberties for this temporary security that they think that they're getting. Um, the state of Virginia is partially opened, but it's still ridiculous. I mean, everyone's running around with these retarded masks that are proven not to do anything um, except make it hard to talk to people. And another real interesting thing that I've been seeing and... I mean, we're going deeper into this in other episodes, but the epidemic that I've always been talking about before COVID even happened with people not wanting to go to work, not wanting to work, not showing up to work, not doing a good job when they're at work. Um, You know, two years ago, that was at an acute um, severity with people not showing up to work. I can't tell you how many businesses that I went to that were very short help, needed help, and now... People are literally walking off the job, not showing up, whole shifts not coming. Um, I was hungry, decided to go through a drive-thru at a Taco Bell. Um, I think it was a Taco Bell Pizza Hut um, in a convenience store with a drive-thru. And I was like, well, I'll go through and get something to eat, maybe get a small pizza. Well, I noticed the guy that went in front of me was only there for a second, and he drove off. And I was like, well, maybe he decided he didn't want to order whatever while I pull up. And I'm like waiting for the person on the other end. And he finally comes on. He's like, hey, I'm really sorry. And I thought he was apologizing for the minute wait. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. He's like, well, no, I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're closed. He's like, my whole staff just walked out. I, uh, I don't have anybody. We're actually getting ready to shut the restaurant down. So I just kind of joked with the, the fella for a minute because he was real polite and apologetic. And I felt bad, but I was shocked. Like your whole staff walked out. Like, wow, that's just great. But, you know, you got to remember they're talking about giving everybody like $25,000. I mean, that's more than a lot of these people make. And then to these people's defense, if I seriously thought my life was in danger, I wouldn't come to Taco Bell to work for $8 an hour and risk my life. That's, that's absurd. Of course, all you people that are on my doubting side, and, and I love you guys that you see the truth like I see it, but um, their life is not in danger. Their life is more in danger driving down the freeway to get to Taco Bell. Um, dying of COVID is, is ridiculous. Um, your chances are almost better getting struck by a lightning. But, um, and believe it or not, getting struck by lightning is actually fairly common. But, you know, I mean, we're humans. We, we die. I don't know if anyone realizes that, but we will die of something someday. Um, but back to my story. So it's just... Um, I, I understand people that are actually scared. They listen to this liberal media and they think this is like Stephen King's The Stand. We're all going to die. Um, if anyone of you have not seen that movie, um, it might have been a TV series now that I think of it. Um, it was like 95, 1995. So we're talking a long time ago. So for any of you younger folks who hadn't seen it, I recommend that you watch the first 30 minutes of it. Um, it actually parallels... Um, with what's going on, except in the fact that in that movie, there actually was a real deadly virus that really killed like 
pretty much everybody. Whereas this one is there's a pretend virus that kills everybody. But in the movie, like people are like like died standing up. I mean, leaning against the wall and they died because it killed them. But it was a stooped up version of the flu, military grade. And so it, it the first 30 minutes, if you watch it, you'll see some parallels that will kind of startle you. But um, but like I said, when I refer to that, I'm referring to the fact that it was so deadly, people were dying standing up positions and such, but it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, but nobody has, it's not like that here. Um, we're, we're all still standing and living, um, except for a few old people died in a nursing home and, and, and God bless them. I mean, I don't, I don't say that with uh, malice. I, I, I love old people. I hope to be one someday, but you have to remember, um, the older you get, the weaker your body is, the more chances that your clock's running out. Your, your chances of dying are a lot bigger than they are when you're, you're younger. But, um, you know, um, I think there's nothing wrong with protecting, um, you know, maybe taking extra precautions on our nursing homes because they're vulnerable. But the thing is, you can't shut down an entire country, an entire economy, take our constitutional rights away because there's a nasty version of the flu going around. And for us um, Corona-19 doubters, the people that are on my side of the fence anyway, we, we do believe it's a real, a real deal. We don't believe it's totally fake and fabricated. We just believe that it's incredibly hyped up uh, to a, a critical point. Um, but back to my, uh, what I was originally talking about, about this, the country being at a critical point with not having enough workers, is the thing is that's where this is all headed and that's what they're using this for, is this is the big setup for socialism. You have to remember, if you can make more money staying at home, getting a government check, why would you go to work? You know, why work? And the thing is, um, thank you to Mr. Obama and his eight-year administration, um, his welfare state he was running, he primed the folk, the people. He primed them for this. And now they're just takers. There's a lot of takers where, hey, man, you know, our life's in danger. We can stay home, get more money than if we were working, get better everything. Why wouldn't people want that? Um, and, you know, if you're one of the people who got a stimulus check, I did. I have a, a wife and kids. I got, what was it, $3,900. i am not going to lie to you. That was like... Um, like getting an inheritance or winning a lottery or something. I mean, it was really nice. I mean, I put it to good use. Um, but the thing is, I'm used to the old school. If you need money, we don't wait for government checks. We go out and we work our full-time jobs. And that's what I've been doing for my whole adult life. And well, even some of my young life, I started a full-time job when I was 16. And, um, and I've been working ever since. That's, that is how you're supposed to, the American dream is, doesn't matter if you're rich, it doesn't matter if you're poor. The American dream is when you start, you make something of yourself. You know, if I had come from money, it doesn't matter. You know, maybe I wouldn't have been working full time at 16, but hopefully I would have been going to school, doing something, trying to make something of myself. That's what the American dream is or was supposed to be at one time, and now it's just like, you know, everybody's a victim, everybody needs government money. Um, it's absolutely absurd. And, um, and the thing is, it's pushing us towards that socialism. And socialism, I seen the bumper sticker during the uh, Obama administration, the bumper sticker said, socialism is not cool. And I think that's a really good way to put it. It's not cool. It, it doesn't work. 
Um, look at communist Russia. They're a perfect example of socialism. And now if you're into um, politics, government, world history, and all that stuff, you'll know this already. But for the people that don't, I'll explain it to you. It is really hard to categorize governments and say socialism over here, communism over here, capitalism over here, anarchy over here. I meant to say monarchy, but we can put anarchy in there as well. But um, there's never, it's, it's not a cookie cutter mold. Every, uh, every um, way yet you run your government or you run your people, even though it might fit into one of those categories, democracy, communism, socialism. The truth being told is you'll find um, like communism and socialism, if you look up, I um, encourage you to look up the meaning for them. They're very close. They're almost identical. Um, so what I'm trying to get at is the thing is you can't just necessarily say, okay, look at how Russia is and that's how we're going to be. The thing is everything with government is very unique to the country, to the time period and everything else. So you got a lot of different stuff. Uh, keep that in mind. But the thing is, socialism does not work. And the, it, it, you can't, it sounds good. If you're, if you just don't know a lot about politics and history and all that, socialism sounds nice. It's like, man, everything is fair and, and there's equal wages and equal everything and, um, you know, free health care. The thing is, democracy is not perfect. There's a lot of issues with democracy. Do not mistake me on that. I don't, even though I'm a total constitutional democratic government all the way you can't um, you can't have any way of running a country that's perfect there's just nothing is ever perfect that's life but democracy is one of the best a democratic democracy that's that's the best way to have it um, and for you folks that don't know what I'm saying I'm not saying I'm a Democrat but um, <laughs> the rest of you know what I'm talking about uh, I know, I know how, uh, you know, you say you're democratic, you know, they think you're a democrat. That's not what I'm saying. It's a democratic government is what the government we have. It's just if you're a democrat, that's a whole nother can of worms right there. But uh, don't, don't worry about that. Um, you're making me lose my train of thought here. So we, um, I'm going to get my train of thought back. I, just, I get so excited. This is, is my passion. Um, but we... We're, we're in trouble if we go to socialism. There's no, no doubts about it um, because it won't be fair. The thing is, that's where my train was going, is democracy gives us the opportunity to make choices. A competitive market is an amazing thing because when you have a competitive market, people are competing to make that best product, to do that best service. So they can, can sell it. The thing is, when everything is socialism, fair, government regulated so heavy, you know what? There will be – the DMV is a perfect example of what happens when there's no competition. I don't know when the last time you've been to a, a DMV in your state is, but I usually end up waiting like 45 minutes to do something simple. And then the competence of the people working there isn't that good. And, you know, I don't know, maybe in other states, but um, there's, no, there's no public bathroom in my DMV. There's no soda machines. There's no coffee machines. There's nothing. It's just, you know, you, sit, you stand in line, sit down, your number's called, you know, hope they don't mess your stuff up. The thing is, if the DMV 
was actually a privately run organization and they actually had competition, they would be advertising, come to my DMV, we're faster. We have mobile app where you can, you know, get your, get cut in front of line, you know, uh, give you free points, you know, to, to get a free license plate. But because it's government run, there's no competition. There's no reason to do any better. The status quo is fine. And that's why you don't want socialism because the status quo it will be what it is and um, a big thing I like to point out to people is um, hey folks it is um, time for me to get off here I will see you all on my next episode of We the People with Curtis Fitzpatrick